<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hi, guys. Welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Wallace. And I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. And... Boy, are we excited to dive into part two of Hotels Today. Oh, yeah. But first, let's have some intro music. Mm. Andrea, you and I, we had like a big dinner on Sunday. Uh yeah, we were those bitches. I'm not oh, yeah. <laughs> we were t- we were 10 t- strong table of ladies. Oh yeah. Uh spent a, a great amount of money. Our our server got a great tip. Um I think he he was fine. He was good with that. He us. was fine. There was a little like deer in the headlights moment. Oh uh, yeah. He was straight up like sweet tooth like deer hybrid boy at one point in my eyes. Yes. <laughs> And I and I told you I was just like this is so triggering for me to you know I I talk the talk but then I didn't walk the walk you know what I'm saying as a as a customer at the table because it was a bunch of just gregarious women who haven't seen each other in so long and uh, I probably made some I made you heard me I made a few jokes uh, I couldn't help it. <laughs> He, you were roasting I, him at one point, I think, but <laughs> but he was down. He was down. He loved it. But we were doing classic, like didn't listen. You know, he's like, I, know. I asked in advance if there were any food allergies. <laughs> there was at one point he was like, "Do you want to hear the desserts?" And everybody was like, "Yes, yes, yes." And then like one of our friends like interrupted him and, like, and was like, "Um, can you take our photo?" Like. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. But he had this great line at the end. And obviously, in the end, we were all like, "You're thank you so much. And he was like, thank you, guys. Because he was super busy and weeded at the same time. Yes. And we were very patient. I'm just going to say that as well. So we it were. was like both sides. And I was just happy to be out and with you ladies and to have him with us. And at the end, when he dropped the check, he was like, I don't care what anybody else says, you guys, but you're OK by me. So, like, you're welcome back anytime. I was, was like, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a good one. It was a good one. He nagged us, but we loved it. And uh, yeah, it he got was a great. killer tip. He well, did. And then, you, and then you and I, you know, ended up, we were like, after party. Always. We, we were like, always. Want, want to touch each other more and stare into each other's eyes? <laughs> yeah, it was great. And then, you know, the difference is, uh, I'll preface this by saying, I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. But uh, Andrea just had a regular hangover the next day. Mm-hmm. I was picturing her floating in a pool with a breakfast burrito. <laughs> and I had to go to the ER. So anyways, don't get old and get hung over when you've got weird migraine neck problems. I that get was triggered. like more hung over than usual. That's a fact. <laughs> and there was no breakfast burrito. I actually don't even think I ate any food until like almost two o'clock in the afternoon. Because I just enough. couldn't, but there I did. There was pool floating involved. Oh, that sounds so great. Therapy. Yeah, that there there was no food that could be tolerated until <laughs> roughly six p.m. because I was in a cyclical vomiting phase of migraine and vomiting <laughs> in the ER. Then I left the ER because they because it's like. Sorry, it's like I basically like because I can't hold down pain medication that I I have to get a shot to break the migraine and the pain. 
And there was a woman in the ER next to me who was barfing even more than I was. And I was like, I have to get out of here. And I like left, called my doctor. And uh, I was like, please, like, I, you know, I, I need a shot and anti-nausea, whatever. <laughs> and then I told you. So meanwhile, you're like, my stomach doesn't feel good. Then they hooked me up to an IV, pushed some Benadryl, which I didn't know. And then we all found out that Brooke has adverse reactions to Benadryl. Jesus. And then I was kicking and shaking and I couldn't um it was so crazy and scary I basically went into like light shock from the Benadryl and my legs didn't hold still for 45 minutes and uh long story short couldn't breathe it was really fucking scary and that's how my hangovers go at oh age my god 42. I like want to do like a sliding door situation where like we show like the movie we show Brooke kicking your legs and then float my screen next to it and it's me and I'm not gonna lie just ripping crazy hangover farts all day. <laughs> in a pool, though. You not, know? I didn't do it in okay, the pool. Not, okay, I was like, well, nobody needs to get dirty yet from my butthole in my pool. Like, <laughs> I love that. That's respectful. Not that it would happen. Yeah, but I don't. I don't fart in my own pool. God, this has been a great intro to part two of hotels. I'm not gonna yes. lie. Um, yes. I will fart in a hotel pool, you know. That's a fact. And just know that, like, pretty much anything in a hotel has been farted on before. So it's not like you're, you know, doing anything yeah. original, which is fine. And that's not what I mean. I'm just saying just, like, fart away because it's everybody's farting on everything in hotels. They are. Um, well, we hope you loved the episode leading up to this with Mike Langley. He was just so amazing. It was and like so a today, TED Talk. Jesus I Christ. Know. He was next level. <laughs> So much, so much knowledge being dropped. I really hope you guys gleaned some ideas and inspiration if you're looking for like how to get back into the service sector again. Um, this episode is pretty funny because these two uh, guests of ours, uh, Kelly and Lindsay, boy, oh boy, they hold nothing but contempt for their years. <laughs> <laughs> Working in a hotel, fine, like like luxury, high-end, real fancy stuff that caters to only rich people. So that's what we're diving into today in part two. Awesome. Enjoy you guys and have a safe, happy, plentiful money making uh, Godspeed and good tips. Fourth of and July weekend. Fourth of July. All right, you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy. All right. So we are back into the topic of hotels today. And, um, you know, we're making a pivot from our sort of like everyday standard hotels that we all think of when we stay somewhere. And mm -hmm. we're going to talk about the luxury end of it. And that's The elite where... shit you'll never experience <laughs> in your whole goddamn life, you guys. You'll only work there. You'll never stay. Um, although when you do work there, you get 50% off. Uh, really great room rates. So what we did was invite two of our friends uh, to join the podcast for the first time ever. So please give a very warm welcome to Lindsay Gentile and Kelly Wallace Barnhill, everybody. Hi. Hello. 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 Hi. And they are. Just so you know, they give you 50% off, but oh. you can only use it for a friend or family. You are not a allowed to stay there yourself so they can go fuck oh. themselves <laughs> oh well that's a great segue to let you know that they host a podcast called fuck you i'm smarter which is a comedy game show podcast and we will gladly be guests uh, with you as yes. soon as we can oh, make God, that work please please come yeah so into stuff like that so um but tell us a little bit about yourselves and your podcast real quick well, we've yeah, been so, together for 10 years. Uh, yes, we <laughs> have. <laughs> and we're so happy we couldn't be happier as a comedy duo. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, so we've done live stuff. We have a podcast now, Fuck You, I'm Smarter. It's a silly comedy game show because Kelly and I would be talking to people about politics or things we should know from high school, basically, and feeling really yes. stupid and dumb. And we were right. like, oh, my God, we need to learn things. So we started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think it started when we interviewed Gloria Steinem. Yes. We, we interviewed true. Gloria Steinem. And we were like, oh, my God, I agree with everything you're saying. Also, I feel like I can't completely keep up with this conversation because I don't know, like, all the history and all the theory and I'm like we're like oh my god we're just we're dumb so are we, are we, we dumb? but then we're like we're, we're not, not dumb. actually dumb we're not no dumb. the system failed us exactly. the system thank failed you. us thank, thank you. you and that is why we started the podcast to re-educate ourselves and not ourselves. to be 
not to not to generalize your experience uh, with Ms. Steinem, but mm-hmm. like I think there might be a that might be a launching pad for so many other uh, women uh, in this world to be like, I met her, she looked into my eyes, we spoke, and now I'm off to do this in the world. You know, <laughs> yeah, yes. she she has the magic. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, we were like, she was like, oh, tell me about your show because we had a live show at the time. We're like, come to our comedy show and don't where come, we talk about don't come, dicks, don't come. like. <laughs> <laughs> but don't please don't go. please don't go. she was like so interested in us as young women and we're like Ugh, we just <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if we would make you proud <laughs> once again the system failed us yeah so we're not being great women no, well i right. love it it's like she passed the baton she inspired you to step up your knowledge And, you know, I think that's what's so fun about this podcast as well, as we love that we're doing a lot of learning and teaching. Like we teach what we learn the day before and try and verify what we can. And, um, you know, it's interesting. A lot of our listeners are younger. So we've spoken about anything from like demystifying taxes as a restaurant Mm -hmm. worker. Yeah, we've Mm -hmm. done some Steinem-ing on this podcast, I will say. (laughs) We we are miniature Steinems. Yeah. Little Steinems. Little Steinems. You should put that in your bio. Exactly. (laughs) But it was so exciting to hear that you guys both have service industry experience Mm -hmm. from not only like the working in bar and restaurant, but the added layer of it being in a hotel, which Mm -hmm. we will get into. Yeah. For sure. Um, But you guys are out in Los Angeles now. Yeah. Correct. We Mm -hmm. knew you in New York, from New York to Mm -hmm. L.A., Um, we that's how we do yeah that's our right first job i think our both of our first jobs was the london when we moved here we had a friend that worked there and she kind of plugged us into we have to thank her for that plugged us into um the london and so it was actually my first time ever working in a restaurant was 30 years old moving to la from new york so <laughs> it was definitely an experience I love it. Yeah. I love it. And then, and I just have to ask quickly before that, like in New York City, did you guys wait tables or uh, bartend any of that stuff? I did. Nice. Yeah, I did. I, I worked, I feel like I worked kind of the gamut of restaurant serving, bartender. I was a terrible bartender, but I tried. I put on a face and then I would just be like, what's in that drink again? Oh, okay, cool. I got it. Um, it's a real yeah. fake it till you make it. Yeah, I did a lot. Yeah, I did a lot of. I was um, I was a Sex and the City tour guide. Oh my god, what? Yeah, with Selena Kopic, who you know, Brooke, right? Yes, and um, I forgot. Kelly made the Cosmos at the bar that Stephen Aiden opened. I got her job at O'Neill's, um, so we kind of worked together there. But yeah, I didn't make the cocktails. Oh. Wait, Stephen yeah. Aiden, as far as, do you mean like, who are ironically both like two characters from Sex in the City? Yes, they opened a bar on the show. Oh, yes. Yes. I don't know. You know what? There are so many women list- and men listening to this to be like, Andrea, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I like, don't know anything don't about Sex in the City either. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah you're not alone. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that one passed me by. I have to say that show hits different once you are 42 years old and then you go back and watch. Ah, ah. Like it does when you're young. Cause it was like, I was truly like early, early 20s, 19 or something. And I was like, no, what? No, my life is awesome. And why are these women complaining and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then you age 20 years and you're like, it makes all the sense. It does. Um, it does. It's so I know. I good. keep saying I'm going to go back and watch it because I feel like I would identify with a lot of it. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. So I love that too. So you guys are like longtime besties. Yeah. yeah. You do comedy together, have had your careers and then your jobby jobs all combined. And that's exactly like Andrea and myself. Yeah. So nice. <laughs> Y'all are a great fit. Welcome to the show. So um, I'm just going to dive in and let's let's just discuss. Let's let's unpack this this other side of hotel or have service. someone yeah, else right. unpack for you, if you will, <laughs> since we're talking about luxury right. hotels. I did not even mean to do that. Really <laughs> oh, Way to be on it, ladies. Um, OK, so high end luxury hotels. Basically, they take the notion of customer service and accommodations. Most of us normies. Um, would expect from like a Hyatt or Marriott and it basically like rockets them into the cosmos and an Elon Musk spaceship. Um, Basically... (laughs) 
there's nothing off the table when you are able to drop around that black Amex, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so as I've been researching, you know, there are so many stories from concierges, which we'll also get into, but basically it's, you know, they say like no request is too large or too small for the concierge at a luxury hotel. The motto for the concierge team is that the impossible will be done immediately and the extraordinary will take a few moments longer. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't that sound so, like fun for the person working? Yeah, totally. Totally. Oh, God. So, I mean, let's let's start off like when we're checking into a normal hotel, like even when it's a little more higher end, we all expect what? Some plastic cups wrapped in, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. wrapped in disposable wrappers. And that I mean, that's that's the nice stuff. If it's got the little white doily cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, I'll, oh, pay, hell yeah. I'll like, pay 20 bucks a night more for that. <laughs> exactly. Maybe maybe the one impossible tiny bar of soap that's for your skin and your hair and your face. Yeah. You know? And you're like, like I'll take it. All purpose. Like you think you're fancy if like Aveda is like the house product, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, I've yeah. definitely stayed at places and been like, ooh, they have Aveda. This is nice. <laughs> okay. Well, take all I've those expectations. Exactly. Yeah. Take those expectations and shove them up your ass because we're talking luxury, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Exactly. So um, I went on a Reddit thread to see some um, luxury hotel housekeepers all kind of like talking shit with each other saying like, should I get into it? If I'm coming, you know, from a Hilton or something like that, what are the differences? What should I expect? So um, basically the difference in the job and the rooms and what you can expect in a luxury hotel and the details of the job. So basically here's some of the shit they were talking and it's not even really shit. They're just giving the given the dirt on it. So basically the average guest is just like paying a ton more money. Right. Mm-hmm. And every aspect of their stay has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I think in luxury hotels a little more too, they were saying you never know if a guest is a potential inspector, which when you're at corporate restaurants, we all know those as secret, secret shoppers. shoppers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Um, so basically you know, they're saying here are the differences. Okay. Like for a triple A standard five star, five diamond resorts, hotels, the, the presentation of the room is so much more just like detailed. So there's always turn down service, which I'm sorry. I, when do you ever get offered turn down service? I, I ain't got that in my budget, but it's nice. <laughs> you know, I've heard it's nice. They'll spritz like yeah. lilac spray on your yeah. sheets. You get an animal towel. You come back. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. So turn down service. Uh, obviously, you know, your sheets are being changed during the day service. There are two perfect, fluffy, crispy bathrobes mm-hmm. in your closet at all times, Oof. as well as two, you know, uh, general size pairs of slippers. There's always going to be a welcome gift. What the fuck? You know, there will be two postcards, comment cards, notepads with real pens. Um, basically, <laughs> when people are gone during the day, the room service also includes folding and or draping their personal clothing items. Every single thing. They'll put your shoes together, put them back in the closet. They do these extra touches where they put all your bathroom, you know, toiletries uh, basically on display, either on like a towel, a mat or a shelf. So basically like they're they're like fucking merchandising wow. your products. I didn't know all of these things that turned on service encompass. I had no idea. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. It's so extra. So obviously they're going to clean the hairdryer and give you a brand new hairdryer wow. bag because, you know, it fancy when the hairdryer lives in a bag. <laughs> Cloth bag underneath the sink. <laughs> we got they one will- wrinkled hair bag dryer Yelp review of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that seems excessive. I'm sorry. Did they bother to iron my hair dryer bag? I don't think so. Um, so they will make sure there are coasters under all the glass drinks and containers in your room. It's all water glasses. Plastic is considered total, you know, pedestrian trash. Disgusting. And if you, this this is a detail that I'm like, oh my god, this is so correct. There are no trash bags or liners in their trash cans. They are washed out to perfection every single time. That grosses oh. me out. <laughs> Doesn't that, I know. Gro- that grosses me out when I don't see a plastic bag inside of a trash bag. I'm like, first of all, now what, where am I going to put my tampon? Second uh-huh. of all, you know what I mean? Like, what if something's really gross going in there? And then, I know. Uh, and then, like, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you're washing out my 
Ugh. You can spraying. I mean, if they're disinfecting it, great. But it doesn't gross me out as much as like if there's not a liner in the ice bucket. You know, mm. I feel like that <laughs> should always be there. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're right. <laughs> Although um, I'm so disgusting, I would probably. But I'm I'm just a basic bitch who's never had this service before. So prove me wrong. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> Well, I, you know, and I think the reason people can sometimes act so gross in a hotel room is like, it just doesn't have the amenities you need. Like if you're like living in your home mm. or an apartment, you know, the, the bathroom sink becomes the sink for everything. Right. right, right you know? Right, yeah. And then the trash is where you're like, well, I wouldn't normally throw out like my half eaten box of fucking rigatoni right, or whatever. Right. And, and it's like, it's like your bathroom stuff and your food stuff is all going into the same container. So yes, I do think it's really gross and no i wouldn't turn my nose up to a fucking plastic bag to contain it all but anyways <laughs> it's the appearance of you're not dirty like it's we'll like take your dirt we accept your exactly. dirt we'll lick mm-hmm. it up we love it yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah that i was like you're fucking right there's never a trash bag um, so you get trained very, very extra hard for these jobs because your checklist is so much crazier and involved. Um, but like when people get down to it, they're like, dude, you can turn a room in 25 minutes, which to me blows my mind. Yeah. Um, but that's a huge part of housekeeping and keeping pace. And like, they all are held to these crazy expectations. Mm-hmm. Cause when you think about how a hotel needs to flip over, uh, for the oh, next yeah. round of guests, you can't have a slow poke. Oh, yeah. Um, then everybody's at the front desk complaining that their room's not ready and bitching and moaning. And then you're giving them free champagne and then they're getting oh, you know, yeah. drunk and, you know, upset <laughs> and they want to talk to your manager and then you get in trouble. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, yep. and once you get into your groove as someone who does like repetitive service now, like being an esthetician, like right. I can get so much done in an hour. It's fucking crazy yeah. on someone's skin, you know? So it's like when you're in your groove, it's like boom, 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 boom. So I get that people can get this done. I love it. I mean, you know, think about it too. Like room service also when you're in a very, very fancy place, like restocking the fucking mini bar, it's everything. Mm-hmm. Plus like so many food items, snacks. There's always like fancy, like like the hangover kit and the sexy time kit yes. and all these weird little things they offer. So you have to do like this huge checklist. But um, basically though, they're saying some of the perks to the job is like, Rich people live leave rich shit behind all the time that is yours to collect, like really expensive bottles of wine, right. leftover caviar from a posh party that got thrown last night and yeah. nobody touched the food. Um, someone's saying, like, I just I totally took an unworn four hundred dollar pair of shoes and a PlayStation 4 that some business dude left behind. Someone else left a TV behind. I don't even know what people are doing. Amazing. Um I know, but the biggest difference, especially for luxury hotel employees, is, um, you know, with all this stuff, you are going to be asked to sign NDAs Yeah, working there. Yeah. So the front of the house staff, which gets more into like y'all um, as we get into it, uh, you're just in general taught to speak very, very differently to the guests. I, I do think like. There's courtesy and, um, you know, good manners are displayed at most hotels and places where you stay. But like in the luxury, the phrases are like, may I suggest? Right. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> and you say absolutely instead of just a good old fashioned yes. <laughs> um, but basically with these jobs, the expectation is basically the luxury hotel industry, their their main universal standard is to protect the guest's privacy. Right. Very, very different. Um, so y'all, have you ever had a famous guest check-in? Oh yeah. I mean we Oh yeah, I'm, all the time. I'm surprised they never had us sign an NDA because we waited really? on several really, really like Quentin Tarantino, like really yeah. famous people. And I spilled the beans about all of that. I feel like they only do that if they're filming something there. Right. Maybe they would do like we had this guest that used to stay with us all the time when he was filming here because he lived in London. And so he when he was in L.A. filming, he would live at the hotel. And there was one day where he was like on a three day bender. There was like a different girl upstairs with him every day. Tell us. I feel weird saying it out loud. I feel weird saying it out loud, but it was like 
Isn't he worried that there was like a thing of Coke fell out of his pocket and rolled down the hallway and like 17 guests saw it. And I was like, why is he being so like flippant about this? Like what is happening right now? Because he's used to people just picking up his Coke behind him and offering it back to his nose. Yeah, I don't know. Right, yeah. They never made us sign we, anything, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe if we worked like in their rooms, they would have. Um, sure. Yeah, maybe. I because I think right the service side of it is like what you are seeing is contained to a dining room or bar, which the public is also allowed yeah. to right. be in. Whereas right. their rooms, that's Private. just for the guests itself. Yes. So that makes sense to me because even when you work at like fancy ass restaurants and bars, like we see all the shit and right. we don't have to sign NDAs. That's right. why we talk. That's why we know what we know about these mm-hmm. yeah. celebrities. I just had an idea instead of turn down service that these people would be like Coke to nose service, you know? (laughs) I don't even want to lift my pinky finger. (laughs) I feel like I got people drugs a few times. Yeah, I feel like you can like get them drugs, but you can't like administer the inhalation (laughs) of drugs. That's where things get real dicey. More like talk to that guy, you know? That's so funny. Um, okay, yeah. so Andrew, if you want to go down this list with me, do you have it open? Oh, yeah. This immediately made me think of all the fucking aliases and pseudonyms that celebrities use for reservations oh, yes. and hotel check-ins. Yes. Yes. Oh, fun. So we put together a list of some of the most famous. And I'll start. Cher goes by Miss Bell Star. Huh. Ooh. Huh. Right? Uh, Brad Pitt goes by Bryce Piloff. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my God. George Clooney, aka Mr. Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's good. He's got such a sense of humor. That's funny. Uh, I love that guy. Uh, Beyonce, Miss Bay, goes by Ingrid Jackson. Ooh. I like that. Okay. There's some attitude there. And our lovable Tom Hanks, his alias is Johnny Madrid. <laughs> Johnny Madrid. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> God, That's Johnny so Depp, uh, Mr. Drip Noodle, aka Mr. Odd Pong, aka Mr. Stench. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that makes. I mean, he's. That's since, you know, he's, That sounds. About he's right. rumored to be a stinky guy. That's yeah. for sure. Oh my God. Yeah. So keep an eye open if you have someone on the books mm. called Mr. Drip Noodle. It's the Depster. <laughs> he's coming. He's coming to your also, restaurant. We're adding the Depster to the list of aliases. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jay-Z Jay-Z simply checks in as Frank Sinatra that's oh, old that's very wow. old <laughs> uh, Kim Kardashian is Princess Jasmine oh I lord this one. Oh. oh lord it's like it's like that's not an alias that's who you think you look like and also the word princess in it mm. that tells me a little bit about the treatment you're about to expect from us <laughs> exactly what a raging butthole um Justin Bieber cracks me up. He checks in everywhere as Chandler Bing. Yes, I've heard that's that cute. one. That's cute. You knew that one? Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, Chris Rock is slappy white. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, Tom Cruise, no surprise to anyone, goes by his action movie alias Cage Hunt. Oh, I thought that was also like one of the favorite games Scientologists play with like people who are trying uh, to get out of, you right. know, it's like people nice, who are trying to reconnect yeah, with their family. Cage hunt. Cage hunt. Right? They, <laughs> yeah, they do cage hunt and get you back on that ship, baby. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, who we all know for her looks, but even better sense of humor goes as Sigourney Beaver. <laughs> Hilarious. People, That's, so I like celebrities. That. They're they're just like us. <laughs> uh, I like this one. Kristen Kristen Stewart just goes by Chuck Steak. <laughs> Chuck Steak. Uh and last but not least, Sir Elton John goes as Sir Humphrey handbag or Pinky Poodle Clip or Judas Fart, which uh, wow. I'm about to check into lots of hotels with these aliases, guys. Judas I'm not going to lie. Judas You fart. know what? Now that we know these aliases, they might roll out the red carpet for us if Ooh, I'm like, hey, uh, Mr. Stench is uh, about to show up at the Buca de Beppo in Pasadena. <laughs> Hit that bell, Andrea. That's also on par with the hotel, a little concierge bell. You know, yeah, get exactly. Your, no, you it's get, true. Get the bags check. If someone was if someone called and just pretended to be someone's assistant and then had the alias that were like, oh yeah, I've heard of that one. Like we would absolutely at the hotel get shit ready for you for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
How long? But have you ever like gotten to a point where like, you know, maybe it's a last minute check in and you have like no time to get things ready where they're like, just, you know, in 10 minutes, Judas farts walking through the door (laughs) and we all know (laughs) what we have to do for that. Like, (laughs) yeah, you just like hurry up, rush, get them like a bottle of champagne waiting in the room or whatever. Yeah, we had um, a we had Kevin Spacey come in with a bunch of young boys. Boys, oh, of course. Fuck. And they'd be like, get him a cabana, get him a cabana. And we'd be like, so he can be alone with them. And clothes, I know. So no one and then close it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Pretty way cool. that that industry caters to anyone with celebrity, anyone with money, like no matter what their high crimes and misdemeanors is in <laughs> fucking credible. Yeah, like you guys safety, like we like Brooke was saying, and just you just don't ask, don't tell. Right. And just and, oh, yeah. and that and I, yeah. I oh. think the higher the price tag on the hotel room, the more you the staff has to see them naked, honestly. Mm-hmm. And like the mm-hmm. like they just like the more they just have carte blanche, they open the door naked with like but thank God I never worked in in-room dining because I feel like that happened a lot there. Oh yeah. Service. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh my yeah. god! Just like opening I, the door naked, like in the middle of having sex with like a sex worker or something, coming to the door, like just just trash people. They're like they're like here. You can you can bring that breakfast burrito right over to my asshole. Yeah, just literally just jam it, it in there. Right Get in this. Yeah. I'm gonna boof that burrito and then <laughs> don't know, forget the hot sauce. Oh my god! No, don't forget it, yeah. um, you so guys. Yes. I'm ready. I'm ready to live this life. I'm like somebody. I want to get famous and have access and be that. You know, who, I I haven't lived my coke life, at the nose, you know. burrito with the butt. No That's more burritos right. in my mouth ever again. I want the cocaine in the butt today, though, and yeah. the burrito in the mouth. Yeah, so yeah. It gets boring otherwise. Exactly. And if you Steep. reverse it. I'm gonna yelp. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yelp about it. You're gonna it. hear from me. And then you put Who's, that half eaten, half butt eaten burrito right in the garbage can with no liner, raw dog garbage can. <laughs> raw oh. dog. Oh God, yeah. Uh, this Yelp review is from Slappy White. Um, anyways, uh, so yes, clearly NDAs if you are working in the hotel, uh, doing room service, front desk, all that stuff. And it's a, definitely a rule of thumb unless it's okay. No photos, no autographs. Yes. You maintain mm-hmm. calm, just, you know, you, you do pretend not... you don't know who they are. Yes. Exactly. But you're, you're so like, deferential and so like whatever they want. Yeah. You're like, so you're like oh, I don't anyth- oh, 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 anything oh, else you- for you today, Mr. Fart? Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So before we get specifically into the London, so like the other side of it, because you guys are going to talk about cocktailing and then obviously your time working at the front desk. So we spoke about the concierges and how crazy the requests are when Mm -hmm. people are fucking rich and celebrity and can make you do anything. But people don't know that the concierge... um, uh, that using the services of concierge is one of the few free things that a hotel has to offer. Mm. That is their job to like to have great recommendations, to know where the closest pharmacy, you know, they right. are your Google in a human form. Wearing, yeah. wearing a very snappy suit with probably a nice little kerchief and beautiful embossed business cards. You know, um, they really look the part. It's 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 usually a job that people take with extreme pride because you can't do the job and not take it super, super seriously. It's yeah. the ultimate form of customer service. I mean, this so, is, I think movies are encapsulating this more than anything. You've got like hotel Budapest. What's like, there's a, what's the, the, the Michael J. Fox, like concierge movie that was made in the nineties. Like there, it's like a fast paced, fast moving. We get the job done. We're so cool type. Yeah. It, it, the, oh the, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, here are a few examples from a Business Insider article of just a random uh, variety of things that concierges have done. And granted, these hotels are like in your staple cosmopolitan cities that you could all imagine. But a concierge flew to London and stayed for one week while helping to acclimate a guest's dog fly back to Los Angeles. Mm. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> commitment. Mm. I want that job. Um, okay. So another concierge arranged a spontaneous party for 150 people with two hours notice in the Hollywood Hills after a Justin Bieber, a.k.a. Chandler Bing concert, complete with bartenders, cocktail servers, armed security, valet, parking and catering. Wow. What? That Amazing. is In two hours? Someone. In two 
fucking hours. Um, Andrea, if you want to share a few. Yeah. Um, a guest forgot their medication in room that they needed. So we had the concierge take an evening flight after their shift with the medication to Mexico City to hand deliver it. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, now, and- yeah, I was going to say that. And then it takes a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So on a Friday afternoon at 5 p.m., we cleared all the furniture out of a room with the exception of a couch and covered the floors and walls with plastic, then arranged for 25 society finches to be placed in the room, complete with food and water and a large birdcage by 7 p.m. Interesting. Why? It wasn't the turn I was I know, expecting. I'm like, um, no. Okay. When the plastic when came out, I got worried. <laughs> I got Me really too. worried. And then it got worse. Why got what are you doing with the finches? I don't know. Let's I'm set just them like, free. It, Open the window. What, was David Fincher Oof. checking in? That was a very uh, bad joke. Uh, that was a very bad but joke. I think it's the best joke that you could have made, honestly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah, it's like for a hotel that is like strict on no plastic, if they're busting out the plastic, right. they're about to, they're like, oh, we're, we're hosting a really famous serial killer. <laughs> a lot of shit on by Fincher. <laughs> wow. That's how some people get their inspiration, you know? Like, uh, yeah. God. Oh, before someone checked in, God knows who this person person is engineering was asked or was tasked with installing a giant disco ball complete with special lighting above the bed i believe that (laughs) that's that's normal that that sounds to me like you have a small penis and you need to have a lot of distraction in the room yeah for sure yeah i was like that sounds like a sigourney beaver beaver move to me (laughs) (laughs) i love that um, okay, once we had to arrange for a jewelry store to bring over a million dollars worth of watches to a guest, I feel like that shit happens like all that the time. sounds that's in the range of normal to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this really to me is the epitome of being a concierge and making something happen. We once had a guest that was breeding her show dog and had us arrange an actual wedding for two collies, both four years old, complete with a minister, catering, outfits. They got married in the crystal ballroom, the bride wore traditional white, and then they honeymooned in one of our garden suites, Bungalow 14. The total for this dog wedding was about 15 grand. Wow. I mean, I don't want any- so bad. I don't want any bastard collie puppies. No, no just out there. We better make this official before That's it happens. Right. You make an honest woman out of her. Wow. Oh, I is. believe that because we had a guy at the London. Remember the guy with the stuffed animal, Kelly, that had its own room? Oh, yeah. I love oh, Char- Charlotte. Great. Let's. Yeah, yeah, let's get into it. And here we go. The floor is yours, ladies. (laughs) So there was this lovely man. He was so wonderful. He was so great. He was British. Um, okay. He came. He came all he came the time a with times like a year. his little yeah. his boyfriends. He would have. I think he has another boyfriend now that's been pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, but he has like he he lives in New York, I believe. Yes. Like he, or yes. at least he has a home in New York. Yes. Um, and so he'd always come to the London. He'd stay for like. Would he stay for a while? I feel like he a would two stay, weeks, maybe. Yeah, he would stay like so a nice amount of time. He was constantly jet setting with his like younger little boyfriends and like just living his life. He'd yeah, be super wasted, but was always very, very sweet and generous. A glass of rosé, he would say, fill it up all the way to the top, and yeah. he would just he was like okay. he liked his drink. Yeah, yeah, um, which we understood. Uh, yes. but he had a um a, a teddy bear that literally had like gucci and like chanel outfits and bags and mm-hmm. she would get a glass of champagne as well yep. and he would she would get her. her own bed at the pool like she would her lay name, out by the pool with him her name charlotte. is charlotte her name mm-hmm. is charlotte. charlotte she has her own instagram yep oh. mm-hmm. she had her own room in New York, she has her own room, and I think at the London, he would get like a suite so she could have her own room. Wow. Oh yeah, she has. Wow. Her, she has her own room in the house. I heard as well that where he lives in. New okay. York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like her that own is wing. A kind. That is a level of money and crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. don't know if any of us can ever uh, reach. I, I, I would don't almost know that say I'll ever endearing, get there. but 
I can no. hope to get there, but I don't think I ever will. <laughs> quite and Brooke, when I'm older, you know what? I like this because he was an older gentleman. Yeah, I think this is appropriate behavior when you're old and insanely rich. Oh, yeah, if she was sick, it would have been disgusting. When you talk about like the service you have to provide, like we literally would be like, does Charlotte want anything too? How's Charlotte doing right now? Like we would have to check in with the teddy bear. Oh yeah, we had to speak to her. She would like, he would literally be like, sometimes. Like he would speak to you as a person, but he would also like, Charlotte... Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. was Charlotte like small and handheld? Because it I was like keep... just like a regular size, like like teddy, a teddy bear. Teddy bear. Regular okay, because I key, I for a minute there, I was like, it must be one of these giant teddy bears. No. Is like what no, I was thinking. Just, she would wow. her. Just like a she little rag doll. Mm-hmm. She looked like she had seen some shit. She wasn't in uh, perfect condition. No offense to oh, Charlotte. But she, but she, she was like wearing she like traveled. a real pearl but, necklace. Yeah, like she's wearing like <laughs> she had diamonds. I mean, the she she had her wardrobe was more expensive than everything I've ever bought for myself right. in my entire life, including all wow. the rent that I've paid for the right. past twenty Combined. years. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're when someone says like I'm a Charlotte, you need to be like, no, not that Charlotte not from that Sex Charlotte. in the City. Right. I'm talking about the teddy bear. With the teddy bear. Charlotte. I'd like to be a Charlotte. Yes, the Divine Charlotte. That's her Instagram. If you want to look her. Divine Charlotte. Fuck yes, yes. I like, loved it. Like, I we, thought it was great. I thought he was great. I was all about it. Yeah. Because you could do that and be a dick, but you could, or you could do that and you're like, right. this guy is just eccentric and cool. And like, I'm behind it. If you have the money to do that, that's how you want to live your life with a doll. Go for yeah. it. And he had like normal relationships too. So I don't know. It was just his thing. I was like, was his cool. thing. as long as you're not a dick. <laughs> yeah. Because nice. everyone, right, so everyone else sucks. All was the guests dick. suck. I hate hated everyone who came in through the door. Literally hated you until so you were like, "We'll take the teddy bear. We'll take the teddy bear. We'll, we'll take, take the it. teddy bear." Okay, yeah. so this really sets the stage when your favorite guest is an eccentric old man who rents a room for his teddy bear. That says a lot about the other people who are yeah. coming through the door. So, okay, you guys are fresh in Los Angeles. Your friend hooks you up with. Are you cocktailing, bartending at we the London? We started on the rooftop at the pool, like kind of course the famous drinks. Pool. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and I also worked. Oh, Lindsay did too. We worked the breakfast yeah. shift a lot too. So some days Ooh. we would work from seven a.m. in the morning through the breakfast shift, have like a little bit of, of a break where you got to change into another disgusting outfit, and mm-hmm. then go up to the pool and bake in the sun and not get your OSHA breaks and almost pass out from the heat. And drink Bloody Mary's hungover and wanting to die. Mm -hmm. So when you say like disgusting uniform or outfit and and we I did some research whereas like a lot of these luxury hotels are also like giving you like designer clothing to wear I know unfortunately I never worked in a place like that I worked at a hotel in New York our our costume what is it (laughs) our uniform yeah our costumes they were disgusting and then in at the London they were as well I felt like they were nothing was you know what though Kelly I think I think the outfits for the dinner service were more luxury and more expensive Okay. Um, because I worked dinner a little bit and they were really nice like dresses. Oh, I never um, got no. that. But for even though for I worked dinner breakfast, for Christmas. For breakfast, <laughs> it was more like big puffy like button-down shirts with the really tacky like pants with the pleats. Like it was Old pretty man, bad. Like yeah. golf pants is what it looked and like. And the apron, the whole nine yards. And then upstairs. We wore like shorts and tank tops. It was probably like the Gap. You know, they probably bought them right. like from yeah. Old Navy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That Now, I, I would guess just because it's L.A. and these sort of industries, you both are pretty ladies. Was their sort of like look size requirement? Were they picky and exclusive in that way? No, I didn't feel like they were. Yeah. I felt like we were all different shapes and sizes. That's true. Good. Okay, that's true. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It was, it was, I guess maybe it was corporate enough to not be as sexist and misogynist as it could have been. They have like HR and unions. It's like the only good thing about Mm -hmm. the corporate world is that sometimes it can like help to protect people from things like that a little bit. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. I didn't So I, working a rooftop <clears throat> bar, if this is the place to be seen, I would imagine like that's where like shit got like real gross real quick with clientele coming. Oh yeah. In, people right? would like throw up everywhere. Like do you remember that one time that someone Lindsay, were you there when someone was like 
throwing up like literally all over and we just had to like kind of corner it off and like block we're like blocking with our bodies like like turn her into a corner it'll all just kind of collect there i don't remember that i remember blocking a lot of cockroaches from guests vision oh yeah i remember like dancing around the the dance like so that they don't see the cockroach under your feet crawling on your shirt yeah yeah i remember like a lot of that like uh Robert Pattinson's parents stayed with us for like two weeks and I was opening a bottle of wine for them. And I like looked down and there was a cockroach like slowly walking towards his mom's foot. And I couldn't like step on it or do anything because her foot was there. So I was just like moving and shuffling and moving my feet around, hoping to scare it. And she probably thought I was insane. Like I was just literally <laughs> sambaing with the... She was probably like, LA is crazy. <laughs> like LA is so eccentric. Right. Oh, oh my God. We uh, should tell them about the... Um, the, the complainers. Who are those... What are they called? The, the complainers. complainers. Oh, yeah. yeah we they were my complainers. favorite. The complainers. Yeah. About, uh, tell them, well, tell them about we, the, the, the... We had these the, women. We had these women that would come every year. They stayed year. for like a month. They would stay for oh, a month. God. And a they month. thought they were great and that we, would, we were so excited we to see them. them. Mm-hmm. We, oh, behind their backs... <laughs> We called them the hags and we were like, oh, uh, that's, that's what it was. That's the, what it hags was. the hags are back, that's right. the hags. And I also called them the complainers because everything was like, excuse me, I don't mean to bother you, but this strawberry mango smoothie, like it was like everything was a problem and it was like a nightmare. And they would come every year and we called them the hags and one of them one day, and they never left each other's side, but one day they left one of the hags at the pool and the other hags went to their room. And she got <laughs> so hammered that she stood up after hours of like drinking rosé and she tumbled. She took like 25 steps trying to like collect herself, fell into the pool with her purse, her phone. She had a, a tablet, a phone in her purse. And she fell into the pool with her glass of wine over her head, like the Statue of Liberty. And it was the only thing that didn't get wet was the was the glass of wine. The only uh, thing that didn't get wet. And was, then she's like, it, she's like, excuse me, this rosé is too alcoholic. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but then our manager was like, came over and wasn't he like, oh, we have to send some people to the like, room to like, make what sure happened? she's okay. Yeah. I was like, and the hags, would- the hags, call the, call the hags, call the hags. And he thought that their name was the hags. So he called downstairs and was like, what is the, the room number for the, the hags? The hags. And I'm like, that's not their actual name. <laughs> it was amazing. Ooh. And then security. Um, I think that just is another example why managers never, never let in on inside jokes I know. ever. Nope. And they never get it. They just don't Se- get it. Security had it on camera. I watched it on loop. I watched her fall like the Statue of Liberty into the pool. <laughs> and beautiful. me running over, trying to save, like pouring out her purse. It had just all water. It was like the best experience of my life, honestly. It was incredible. <laughs> it was it's incredible. very sweet when something like that happens after you've been putting up with people's mm-hmm. bad behavior for so long and then they mm-hmm. s- something nothing made me happier than disappointing our guests and saying no to them and like making yeah. them upset like <laughs> nothing made me happier than like just ha- letting their having their experience be a little bit not as good as they wanted it to be i, w- I yeah. liked disappointing them and obviously um, there's that's there just our guests that are yeah, but obviously there's guests that come back again and again and take care of you and they're amazing and it's of like course, well, yeah, of you'll never forget it. Like No, and those people you go you really do the job for, like you actually yeah. care to like make their we experience made, nice. We made friends that are like uh that guy Kevin Kelly, he like donated to our web series and was like mm-hmm. incredible and supportive and like there were amazing yeah. people that stayed there as well that we kept in contact with, but there were just so many entitled people. It was out Oh, like that Saudi prince or that Saudi of businessman <laughs> with the wife They're who like, apologized yeah, we- to me because he was so rude to me. I refused to serve him. I at some point I was I just don't like remember no, that. I am not going to that table again. You can fire me right now. I'm not speaking to that man again he's disgusting and his wife was like i'm so sorry da, da, da. i'm like oh, that's get nice. out get out <laughs> and then that, that guy's alias was the other princess jasmine yeah. <laughs> right exactly. right 
Oh I like God. room service is like, oh my God, they dismembered a journalist in their room. <laughs> right. Here's like the really, this Don't is the thing anything. and we said it, we said it in the last episode, but like what's so fucking crazy about it is that like, you guys are like, when you're in a regular service industry job where you're waiting tables, you're bartending, the guests come in for two to three hours and then they gone. They might be regulars right. and you might right. see them a lot, but it's all, it's a big slumber party with everybody at hotels. Where it's just like you, you can't shake these fuckers, and you're you're <laughs> no. you you're like, how long are you staying with us? Because you're like, please fucking leave. You're like, how many more days of this hell do I have? It's really bad, especially when they return well, every year. Oh God, right? Or but like also saying that like you witnessed all of their horrible bad behavior late night on the pool roof yep. deck mm. and then we're working the breakfast shift yes. to see their disaster you know selves like dragging them in for breakfast and it's it's a it's just such a different intimate fucking experience you have to have yeah. as a as someone who's in the service industry oh yeah we had a lot of sloppy mornings that you could say a lot of sloppy mornings yeah we had this guy that would come stay with us he worked he like would do music videos he was a choreographer i think for music videos and he would stay with us whenever there was something in town that he was working on and he had a full-on wife and mistress and like we knew both of their names like he -hmm. came in the morning with the wife and the kids and then in the afternoon he came with the mistress and it's like we were just expected to be like good morning miss so-and-so and then like a couple of hours later like the other one you know, you don't know if there's an arrangement and if they know about right. each right. other, but you don't want to know. You're just kind of a yeah, like, All right. oh, part of the balancing act. Yeah. I, we got into at the hotel I worked at in New York. I worked at the front desk and was concierge. They we found a phone in a bathroom of a guest and we called home and it was the wife who picked up and she's like, where are you calling from? We're like, oh, this is a this is the Shoreham Hotel in uh, Manhattan. And she's like, oh, so my husband is there with his mistress and we're like, whoa, like oh, we wow. got in trouble. The man was so upset and we were like, well, you shouldn't have done it. You shouldn't have left your phone in the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. This is a boutique this is, don't, hotel. Don't blame us. He tried to sue us. We're, really? like, we were, like, we're like, we were trying to return your phone to you. So we called a phone number. Oh my God. That's so crazy. Right. Because you're like, I'm not your handler. Exactly. Like you have to hire someone to be your fixer or handler. Exactly. I'm not your Rudy Giuliani. Okay. I know. Dude, I love, I love the idea of working at the, at the rooftop bar and then like going to the wife and being like, hello, Mrs. So-and-so. Did you want Miss, other Mrs. So-and-so to finish paying this tab? And she's like, the who? Right. The who? Yeah. It's a real Mrs. Doubtfire moment. You know, you've got like the wife in the restaurant, you have the mistress upstairs, like Mm -hmm. he's changing out it's going back and forth like yeah <laughs> we had this oh, yes. old couple that would come every week and they were so cute they were like in their 80s and he was like kind of an old playboy but he loved his wife and adored his wife so much and they would come have like uh tequila on the rocks in the middle of the day and it was like hashtag relationship goals of like what you want out of your like relationship when you're in your eighties. And then after like a year, someone's like, you know, like he's a really famous porn star. Right. And I was like, what? Oh, I love oh yeah. It. Remember that? I love Billy? this so much. Yeah. I had no idea. I that that you're saying so it. Yeah. Weird. I blocked most of these stories out. So thank <laughs> you for <laughs> <laughs> I love the fantasy. And you know, they're only like coming down from the hills once a week yes, just to kind of have these cocktails. A hundred Like they don't drive themselves. Vacation. Like and then they go, they go back up to their yep. perch in the, mm-hmm. on the hills and yep. that's where they stay from there. Totally. Oh, that's fucking great. I, I could listen to your guys' stories all day. <laughs> so, okay. so like you were saying, you also at a very young age were working the front desk of a hotel, which right. seems like so much responsibility for that age. Oh my God, it is. It's the job that taught me that everybody's just making things up as they go along and nobody knows what they're doing. Mm. It's the job that taught me that adulting (laughs) isn't real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was working at the front desk of a luxury, like boutique hotel in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, I was also the concierge just because it was small. So everyone had to do everything. So you were talking earlier, Brooke, about how the concierge is like, you know, they take a lot of pride in their job and it's very like serious and they know a lot of stuff. That was not the case in my case. I was just like, <laughs> um, go to this restaurant that 
uh, is nearby that gave me free uh, food so that I would tell you to come. Right. You know, like it was just really like, just give me the perks. Like, yeah. Well, I love, I love too that basically their whole, uh, trip is based off of a 22 year old's experience in the city (laughs) like someone who's like there's this like really sweet dive bar and then there's like a two for one happy hour and then I know a good place that for every beer you get you get a free pizza it's called the alligator lounge Lounge. or go to Rudy's for a hot dog yeah yeah yeah, exactly um so this one woman and her husband older southern couple checked in and they went up to their room first there was this whole like haggle back and forth about the room it wasn't big enough i'm like it's midtown manhattan it's gonna be a shoebox i'm sorry right they're all the size of buttholes exactly so finally they were like somewhat satisfied and they're in their room for five minutes they call back down i'm like oh here we go again they want to move rooms and the gentleman is like please help, help. My wife is choking. My wife is choking. I was like, oh my God. So I told my manager who was standing there, thankfully, I'm like, oh my God, the woman is choking. So like, I don't even know if we called, I don't know if we called 911. I don't think we did. He's like, I know the Heimlich maneuver. So he like, he literally runs. I run with him. I don't know why I needed to go to. I'm like, I'll save you too. But we (laughs) run to the elevator. It wasn't coming in time. So we run up the stairs, like five flights of stairs and we get there and we burst in. And my manager does start giving her the Heimlich maneuver. She was indeed choking. And every time he like thrust his hands into her <laughs> sternum or, or her belly or whatever, she, she was, she, she sounded like a bird having an orgasm. She was like, As, that is a spot on impression. Insane. Thank you. Not that I've seen <laughs> that or known exactly what that was. But anyway, it was wild. I'm like, oh, my God, this woman is crazy. But so oh my God. It, if, if you had hung thing- around that room that was covered in plastic and filled yeah. with finches, uh-huh. you would have heard a bird having an orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> that was the next time they checked in when they're like, no, we know what we want now. So she... <laughs> She shoots out out of her throat, shoots this huge like disc. I'm like, what the heck is this? It was a fucking airborne tablet. She no. tries swallow to that. swallow an air. She was like, I was just, oh, I felt like I was getting a little bit sick. I was feeling a little under the weather. So I just took this airborne. They say it's supposed to be good for your immunity. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, you're supposed to dissolve it in water. She tries <laughs> to nice. Oh, like, welcome to the big city. It's full of antics. Have oh stories take home. Oh, my God. So wow. many Amazing. antics. It's like you tried to swallow a horse pill like what are you doing who wouldn't also just like snap it in half maybe even if you didn't understand that you put it in water she thought airborne is what's supposed to happen when you're choking on it and it comes hurtling out of your mouth exactly exactly this is our new this is our new immune boosting pill called projectile um yeah exactly yeah yeah. um real quick david hasselhoff Um, yes the half half. so people called the hotel beforehand his handlers to let us know do not serve him alcohol because we always give like a glass of champagne or like for him we probably would have left something in the room like do not serve him alcohol don't tell him where the bar is keep him away which of course like literally the next day i went on my lunch break to the restaurant down the street he's sitting at the bar having a drink but uh anyway and now you're probably not we did not my i'm off the clock and so anyway he checks in he's there for a few days not only does he hit on me the whole time in front of my boyfriend who was one of the managers at the time like (laughs) yeah i did it my boss um so so my boss the man one of the managers is like literally standing behind him giggling while david hasselhoff is standing in front of me at the front desk hitting on me inviting me out to la telling me that he's does his he's like we all i always do like faulty towers we always watch faulty towers at my place you should come to one of my faulty Oh my parties. God, like, that's amazing. What a nerd. Great. Yeah. That sounds great. But so he one day leaves the hotel for the evening and the people staying underneath him, this like older gay couple were so sweet. They stayed a lot. They um, they were calling and complaining because the, the roof was leaking on them in bed. They're like in bed and the roof oh, no. is like 
starting to pour down water. And David Hasselhoff's huge like penthouse jacuzzi tub is right above them. So Even we go, near. so we go up, we get into the room, they're like, oh my God, it's overflowing. And we couldn't stop it from overflowing. The water was on. Now the jacuzzi tub is as tall as a person. So to get to the drain, someone had to go inside. Thank God it wasn't me. Thank God. <laughs> One of my other managers, sweet Emily, she was like, I'll do it. I'll do it. She had so to she, go in his She had to plug her nose and basically scuba dive into <gasps> David Hasselhoff's dirty bath water to unplug the drain. I can't. She came out looking like a drowned ass rat. This poor girl. She was like, I think um. I think I'm gonna go home. We're like, yeah. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. you you've done your duty for yeah. the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. She comes out very shiny, covered in oils. She's just yeah. not oh, just yeah. wet. Covered in covered <laughs> in all these viscous substances we couldn't identify. She's like deeply tanned. <laughs> she yes, sorry, exactly. I just like laughed so hard that I choked. I need your manager. Crazy, right? And this is why you don't hassle the Hoff. Like we've all, you know, we all know that. That's right. Yeah. Dude, and I mean, I think you'd bring it up if this were the case, but we all watched that um, that crazy documentary. Oh, no. Oh, well, obviously, yeah. David Hasselhoff eating a cheeseburger. Everyone, a lot of you are younger. Google that right now. Yeah, that's yeah. why you don't YouTube. give him alcohol. <laughs> you don't give the ass the alcohol. But uh, that fucking documentary about the, the woman who was drowned in the yes. fucking water tank. Oh, the Cecil Hotel. Hotel. You know. Oh, the Cecil Hotel, yeah. yeah. Where mm-hmm. you're just like the Cecil Hotel and you're like, man... It's one thing, like, in a restaurant, if someone goes into cardiac arrest sort of thing, it's just, like, paramedics are there in a hot minute. The the, the story goes on. The show must go on mm-hmm. with that. But, like, in a hotel, you're, like, you find people dead in their yeah. hotel rooms all the time. That's, yeah. a, that's a fan favorite for people to go and OD. Oh, yeah. Um, when I was looking at research, it was, like, mo- it, depending on the age of your hotel, if it's, like, over 30 or 40 years old, the likelihood of someone having died in your room is, like, very, very, yeah. very high. Someone yeah. passed away while we were working there. Someone over to a young girl. It was really shitty. I wasn't working, thank God, when it happened. It, it had happened like the morning and then I worked later that day. But that is really, really like common for that to happen for sure. Crazy. Absolutely. It's just especially, yeah, the lot, like people go there. And I think that's what's so crazy too is like, yeah, there's bad behavior at bars, but it's like, just imagine then that you had a room above the bar where you're behaving like right. an animal right. and that's called a hotel, you right. know? And so it's just, people are like, I'm not home. Mm-hmm. This isn't my place. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's that whole Vegas mentality of like, well, you know, what happens here stays here. Yeah. And uh, y'all have to like do the above and beyond as yeah. people working Oh, it's such a glorified babysitter. Yeah, yeah totally. It Absolutely. It totally is. I walked um, a few people to their rooms, like made sure they got into their rooms okay while I worked there. It wasn't typical great. that we went to their rooms, but there were a few times where I was like, let me go with you and just make sure you yeah. get there okay. You know, like a girl well, or something by themselves. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Like, like let's make yeah. sure some weird predatory other exactly. guest doesn't intercept mm-hmm. you exactly. somehow and exactly. pull you into a room where you're not allowed to ask questions. Yeah. Right. These like high profile people. Right. It's like a oh, weird, it's... a weird intimate kind of space where you're like, you're yeah. kind of forced to be intimate in a way with these with strangers. without being intimate whatsoever exactly right? well, it's, it's like, all hands-on and hands-off at the same time it, yeah, yeah yeah exactly what a fucking weird it means shit everything show. it means nothing you saw nothing one, you saw everything so. one more thing that happened Ooh. while we worked there that oh, yeah. was really scandalous was remember when lapita nuango's dress got stolen oh her dress got oh, stolen yeah. that we was were working the there when that happened at the london and it was someone mm-hmm. from like room service. It was someone who mm. went in with a mm. cart of food, put the dress under the table, and then carted it out. Classic. Uh, that is some classic heisty shit right there. I'll tell you what. Crazy. That is some Ocean's Eleven. It really is. Shakedown, <laughs> takedown. Yeah. Uh, I would do. I would do the opposite. Instead of taking something out of the room, I would have someone usher me into the room right, so I could right. get some like TMZ that. level footage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, just under- have the paparazzi on 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 the food cart. 
Oh my God. We shouldn't be giving tips like that out on this show. (laughs) Well, Kelly and Lindsay, thank you so much for being on the show. This was amazing. I mean, I know that I have hag goals now for my future. Um, (laughs) Hag goals. (laughs) Y'all, we should go have like a hag afternoon. Yeah. Oh Oh my God. We should go have rooftop cocktails. Oh, Oh, let's go. We probably know someone that still works there that could probably hook us up. Let's, we'll talk about it. We'll We'll talk. talk. Oh my God. 100%. We'll call it like a a haggy hour. Beautiful. Oh my God, yes. wouldn't it be so fun to so just like to dress the part that we imagine yes. and just wear very, yeah. That would be really fun. Mm. Let's play dress uh, up and go be hags. Oh my Yay. God. <laughs> you guys, uh, please check out Fuck You, I'm Smarter, the comedy game show podcast. Other than that, Brooke, you know that what we say at the end of every episode. Uh, yeah, Godspeed. And good tips. Good projectile. Good projectile Heimlich's, okay? <laughs> get that shame champagne bucket. Gotta get exactly. in there. You can't collect it all. And you guys. you guys can uh you can follow Kelly and Lindsay at Kelly and Lindsay. Uh we'll we'll tag them on social and all the good stuff. Um we will talk to you guys next week.